September sky Watching as clouds went by We confess everything to each other Hey everybody, welcome to Adventure Retired, the podcast where retired people share what they are doing in retirement. We are Kurt and Cindy Liljadal, and today we're going to talk to you about our trip to Scotland. But before we start, we always begin with a life lesson. So Kurt, what's your life lesson today? The life lesson I picked today is work at your marriage, both before, obviously, you get married, but during your marriage. If you watch these marriages on television shows... A lot of them make it look so easy. Oh, yeah. The husbands are perfect. Oh, yeah. And so are the wives. (laughs) I'm here to tell you it's not that way, even though I'm thinking Cindy's pretty doggone good. Oh, thank you. But you got to work at it. The kids, yeah, if you have kids, most important thing. But you still got to work at your marriage, go on date nights and have weekends away every once in a while and do the things you got to do to keep the family, the marriage in order. Good job. All right. Well, today we are going to take you along as we talk about our trip to Scotland. Now, this is on the second half of our trip this last fall. Yeah, we went to Ireland for about six days, and then we decided we wanted to hop over to Scotland for about five days. And there's two different ways you can do that. You can you know, get a ferry and ride from Ireland to Scotland, or you can fly, and we chose to fly. Yeah, fly. I thought flying was going to be easier than taking the rental car and moving countries and stuff like that. I'm sure they have provisions for that, but we decided not to do it that way. Right. So we took off from Dublin and we arrived in Scotland about 4.30 in the afternoon. It was kind of late, right towards the end of the the workday. Yeah, we planned it that way. Edinburgh Airport is on the, uh, gosh, what is that, north end of the town of Edinburgh. And so we just got out of town pretty quick exactly. because I had my um, my bucket list thing that I wanted to go to. That's right. That was St. Andrews. Okay. So we picked up our brand new Mercedes oh, rental yeah. car. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. You know, like I said, they want you to upgrade and blah, blah, blah. And we ended up with a CS200 Mercedes Benz. And I walked out with the keys and Cindy has our bags and we're walking to a car and I said, it's this one. And she's like... Holy crap, it's a Mercedes. The problem with the whole rental car, though, was we didn't take enough time to learn the GPS. So here's a really good lesson for everyone. When you are in the parking lot with the attendant at the car rental, figure out the GPS. Because for that whole first day, then, we were just flying by the seat of our pants. Yes. Thank God for YouTube, because Cindy finally got the idea. She goes, hey, let's check out a YouTube. So we did a YouTube for... um, Using the GPS on a Mercedes, it worked like a charm. Yeah, it was perfect. Okay, so we drove straight to St. Andrews, the birthplace of golf. This was a bucket list. I got to admit, I like to golf. I doesn't mean I'm good at golf, but I like to golf. And it's quite a large place. I mean, there's a lot of golf area. Yeah, I was just concerned with seeing the old course, which the old course is the first golf course ever made. And it's basically nine holes out and nine holes back and right from the road you can go in and you can see the like the 16th the 17th holes the 18th holes you can walk over the little bridge that the champion always has his picture taken on when he's walking the when whenever they play the british open there but 
it was it was really cool. I appreciated being there. And of course, I had to spend a lot of money in the uh, pro shop. Pro shop, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, it was kind of cool too because we did see other people that had appointments to golf, and you don't have to be a pro to golf. You can get a golfing time. You do have to have an established handicap. Of they have a certain level of golfer that will go on the old course. Now the other courses, Jubilee and those. You can probably get on those a little easier, but it's quite the special thing to get on the old course. So they want you to have the handicap. And boy, a lot of those, from what I can see, go to these tours where a group of guys will say, all right, this is our bucket list. And, you know, they they book a tour and the tour books the times and really tough course to get on. But it was pretty cool. And it was pretty fun to see Curry in such a happy place. It was a good place. All right. So we drove off after about, oh, maybe two hours there. And we found our Airbnb, which was called the Farmhouse. Yeah, that was out. I forget the name of the little town. And it was about, I don't know, half hour away. And it was this cute little farmhouse out in the country. Yeah, we had the whole upstairs. Yep. Nice host. She was a super host. Told us where to go in town to eat. So we went into town that night uh, and had another cheese board. We seemed to get too many of those. Cheese board and beer is like our main. But we also had the haggis. Yeah, it was haggis around quail eggs. Quail eggs, eggs, yeah. It It was really good. Felt pretty special eating that. Okay, well, so we spent the night there, and that's also the first time that we spent a night in an Airbnb that didn't have a door that locked to our room. Yeah, and that's we talked about that earlier. No, it, the girls in um. Oh, Ireland. that's right. That was the second night. Yeah, but this is another reason why the house was locked, the people were super, but I just want to have the door to my room locked, yeah. and so I bought that thing on Amazon, and I don't know, maybe I'll post it on the show notes. Yeah, I think I'll put it on the show notes. That's a good thing to have in the travel bag. All right, so the next day, we take off for Fort Williams. Yeah, you're basically shooting across the country. Uh, a lot of beautiful things along the way, but we knew we kind of wanted to get over to Fort Williams. But first, we were going to stop at the uh, Forest of Briar, V R. U-A-R. U-A-R, yeah. And Blair Castle was there, and there were cute little shops. Yeah, very expensive shops. They were. Very expensive, but it was beautiful little stop right on the way. It was kind of like an outdoor mall, you know? With a huge eating area. Yeah, but we took a really cool hike up that river looking we for did. different parts, and it was just a beautiful river, a beautiful hike. You go up, part of it's along the river, part of it's on a road. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a a good two-hour hike. It was a nice place. Yeah, I'd rather do that than go to malls, I'm here to tell you. Okay, so we got to Fort Williams that night. We found our Airbnb, and we found a fantastic Airbnb host. His name was Simon. Once again, haven't been disappointed by an Uh, Airbnb in Europe, especially. And this was a where we had a room and a shared bathroom with another room, and it was two American, a mom and a daughter, who were climbing the mountain. Ben Ben Nevis. Yeah. Yeah, mom and daughter there, and... They had one room, we had the other one. You share the bathroom, knock on the door, you know, do whatever. No problem. Simon was a super host. He told us about a couple of the local sites about there, which we'll get to in a second. And then he had these sacks in there with bottles of water and a little thing of orange juice and I don't know, little cookies Coffees and, and teas and, and pastries for the morning. Yeah. It was he was a fantastic host. He was he was a great host. Yes. Told us to walk downtown. We did walk downtown and um found a place to eat. Yeah, found a good place to eat down there. Oh, the grog and gruel. Okay. I remember that place. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
I don't know. It looked like a typical bar that has bar food, but it was a good place downtown. It was a slow night downtown, too. But before we did the meal, though, we went off and kind of did some exploring, and there was a couple places really cool there that are real close to Fort Williams. So we found this really cool place, and you might have seen it on a Harry Potter movie. It's when Harry Potter is going to Hogwarts, and it's over this great big bridge that has lots of arches. It's called a viaduct. And it's it was, huge. Oh, it's called the Glenfinlan Viaduct, and it was beautiful. And you can walk there. Of course, they got the little place that you got to... Uh... I think you pay a little money to walk there, but you're walking along this river that it actually goes over, and you walk underneath of it. It's this huge bridge. If you look on our website, at the very bottom of our website, we have a picture of it that kind of scrolls there. I'd never seen the Harry Potter movies, but... Oh, I have. It was impressive, and of course, we took a picture by it and sent it to our girls and said, we're going to Hogwarts. Yeah, (laughs) it was really cool. It was really neat to see. So, well, of course, we went back that night. We ate at the Grog and the Gruel, had, you know, had a great meal, went back and just relaxed and got up the next morning early. Yeah, Simon had told us about another place, the old Inverlochy Castle. Just outside of town, go down there a little bit, Just, two miles yeah. west and like that. It's on, on A-82. A- 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 and I think that the name of the road is called the Great Glen Way. Anyway, this castle was so cool. This is my kind of castle. This, this castle is Castle Ruins. It was built in the 13th century on the banks of the River Lackey, and it's backed, the castle's in the corner of a couple different rivers, which is why it was so important in history. It was beautiful, and once again, it's one of those places we had it all to ourselves. We did. You're wandering around this courtyard that you you know you think back to the day when these battles were going on and stuff, and you see the the windows and where the stairways would have been in the corners where right. they could go up and there the and archery shoot. slots. That's and, right, the oh, archery slots they could it shoot just arrows was through. So cool. So we got to walk around the grounds. We could have spent I could have spent an hour there. We probably spent maybe a half hour there just walking around. It was really, really cool. I think we may or may not have taken a little rock for our little rock collection <laughs> I don't know. around our house. But the thing is is there's a lot of information there too. They've done a good job of writing down information and have it on all weather tables so that you can read about the castle. And it really is an important place in the Scottish history. Yeah, Fort Williams history, mm-hmm. especially. Okay, and then we were going off to the Isle of Skye. Yes, the Isle um, of Skye. The Isle of Skye is kind of in a northwest part of Scotland there. It is an island that you can drive to. We took off on A82, and we were heading towards Portree. But we had more stops along the way. Exactly. And the first one along the way was one of my bucket lists is to see a beautiful castle called Ellen Dunnan. Ellen Dunnan Castle. Uh, and again, this has been in a lot of movies. And it's another place, you know, right in the Highlands, the Western Highlands. And it's very famous. It was built in the 13th century. This is one of those castles that... Actually, people live there. The the McRae family still lives there, or I think it's their, you know, like their summer place, but they're in part of it. And the main part of the castle, they've restored with, I mean, they have the furniture and everything like that. And it was beautiful. Yeah, you walk through it and you just are transported back in time. Yeah, it's like out on this little island too. Yeah. You think of a castle, this is the place you think of. It was beautiful. So after being... 
totally immersed in history there. We took off towards the Isle of Skye. And then we were going to go to the fairy pools. Which I'd never heard of. Yeah, this is one of those things. Doing my research, you find the fairy pools and, you know, you're thinking Scotland, leprechauns and all. No, maybe that's Ireland. But anyway, first of all, to find it was fun. Yeah, the road was gravel and pavement and one lane. One lane, one lane. When people would come, you'd have to pull over. But we found it, and I was thinking, this is going to be, okay, a little place out of the way. Evidently, once again, social media, podcasts or whatever, has helped these places, and a lot of people show up there. But what was amazing to me is when we were driving out there, I mean, we maybe saw three or four cars. We got there, the parking lot was Full. Yeah, there's probably about 40 cars there. And there were lots of people out there. But what the ferry pools are is you park at the parking area there and you walk up this path. And it's an, it's a pretty good path, about half mile, maybe 20 minute hike or something like that. But it's a nice path. Might have to cross over some water and stuff. But it's this cascading blue and green waterfalls. And it's fed from the mountain stream. So you're in the mountains there and the ocean's real close too. But it was beautiful. And it's just one pool will cascade down to a little waterfall and go to another pool. And then that one goes down to another pool. And it was just gorgeous. We did see one guy swimming in there. Yeah. And we oh. saw some kids had wetsuits on. They were going to go in. And after I got home and I read up about it, they say a lot of people in the summer swim there. So Oh, in the summer I would. Yeah. I, not in October. That would have been so butt-squeezing cold. It wouldn't have been uh, funny. Okay, so after we left there, we had to drive back to Portree, and we found our Airbnb again. Once again, great Airbnb. Uh, we had the upstairs of an apartment. Yeah, just like really a condo nice. area. And we have a really funny story to tell you there, but I'll tell you about that in a few minutes. So we get down there, and our host, we met her, and she told us, you know, you got to try to get out to see the old man of store. And there was a beautiful picture of the old man of store in our room, and it's just this beautiful cliff that when you look at it, it looks like a picture, a profile of an old man staring out to the sea. The store is S-T-O-R-R. But so we thought, okay, well, we'll go find it. It was just down the roadways, but by then it had started to rain. Yeah, we're in Scotland, Ireland, and rain does happen. And, and we got out there and start hiking up to it. And rain hit. Oh man, it was a drencher. And we, yeah, we're we're not weenies. We can handle some rain and like that, but this was just getting pretty miserable. Not to mention, you're looking at these cliffs off in the distance. And you can't see him now because these clouds pulled yeah. in. So. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to see his face anyway because of the clouds. So yeah, so we, we had to pull the plug yeah, on that we one. we decided not to do that one. So we came back and went downtown, Portree, and ate at the Antlers Bar and Grill, which was a great little restaurant, very popular with the young people. So we shared a booth with some some girls that shared yeah. their table with us. Very nice. The bartender, evidently these girls were regulars there. They yeah. were nice young ladies. But the bartender says, they had this table for like six. And he says, hey, can these foreigners sit with you? And the girl said, sure. And so we talked to them. They were good people. Okay, so we went back to our room after a while and had a really nice night. Next morning, getting ready to go. And this is the funny story. We're really going to tell this. Yes, we're really going to tell this because this is funny. Well, let me tell it. Okay, all right. Okay, I'm a big guy. (laughs) I'm six foot one. I weigh about 205 pounds. I mean, I'm not fat, but I'm, you know, I'm a big guy. Well, this bathroom in the uh, the <laughs> condo, they, they have little tiny toilets in Europe, okay? They're short. And like I said, I'm kind of tall. And so I'm 
doing my duty in the morning. And <laughs> Don't I'm go getting, into too much detail. <laughs> not going to. And I go to get up, and I do have a bad knee, so I, I kind of favor one knee when I get up <laughs> off the toilet. You got to use your imagination oh, here, people. wow. And I shift to one side, <laughs> and the rim on the toilet that you sit on cracks. It just splits right in two. And so I'm in the room getting ready, packing her bags, and Kirk comes in, and he's like, his face is all white. He goes, I just broke the toilet. <laughs> I just died. I didn't know what to do. And our host wasn't there. So we left her some money. Yeah, I left her 10 pounds, which I think, was, I mean, this was a cheap toilet seat, I'm here to tell you people. And we hoped that she didn't have any guests that night. Yeah. And I did, on Airbnb, I did message her and say, I apologize for the broken toilet. I said, I left you some money. And she was very gracious. She said, these things happen. And okay, thank so, you for so, bringing that so, up. So uh, lesson learned is if you are in... Port tree, and you're staying at an Airbnb, and you stay at a place that has a duct tape on the toilet seat. <laughs> you sh- know that Kurt and Cindy were there. I'm sure she replaced it. Okay, so anyway, okay, so now we're on the road. We've left Port tree, and during the night, Kurt had gotten an, an email from one of his cousins. Yeah, I have a cousin that lives in Alaska, and he told me, he said, "Oh, I've been in Scotland, and there was this castle, my favorite place." It was called Urquhart mm-hmm. Castle. It's U-R-Q-U-H-A-R-T. He said it's where it was, and it's on Loch Ness. Yeah, it's know, right that, on Loch Ness. So we figured, well, we can go look for monsters and go see this castle. And we happened to be going right by it because we changed our itinerary a little and decided to go up to Inverness, especially since he said that. Kind of going on the fly again. So we get to Iroquois after a beautiful drive through the woods and everything. And this castle, a lot of history, once again, built in the 13th to 16th century, long time, used until 1692. They haven't restored it per se because it looks like ruins of a castle, but you can walk all around it and see the different parts. Right, they have um, come in and done a lot of preservation. preservation. Yeah, And they also have a beautiful um, center. Uh, that you can go through, eat lunch there. You can do all kinds of things, kind of like a visitor center. Yeah, they have a nice visitor center. It's a it's a beautiful castle. They had a trebuchet, which interested me since I taught physics. And they also, it's right on the Loch Ness, you know, the, the famous lake where the Loch Ness Monster is. Now in that same town is the Loch Ness Monster Museum. Museum. Yeah, we didn't see it no, there. We, we're pretty sure there wasn't one, so we decided not to go and you know see all the history and everything. We were really lucky. We were there on a beautiful day. The rain had stopped, and it was so cool because when we were out there just looking at it from the parking lot, a guy comes out, and he was in full Scottish dress and playing the bagpipes. Remember that? Oh, yeah. He had the, the kilt on and everything, and I thought, okay, well, this would be a good photo op. I said, Sir, do you mind if we take a picture of you with your kilt? And he says, sure. Well, Cindy says, hey, if there's going to be pictures with a guy in a kilt, I'm in the picture. So she got in the picture with him and I didn't. It's really cool. This castle you can rent as a venue now and they have it, you know, for weddings and things like that. It was a beautiful place. It really was. It was a nice place. Okay. So then we drove on up to Inverness. Which isn't that far away. It's just Mm -mm. up the road, I don't know, half hour, hour or so like that. And we got into town, and it was pretty quiet. So what, um, in fact, I think it was because it was Sunday. 
It could be. Yeah. It was pretty quiet. And we found our beautiful Airbnb, which was an entire home. I did not break the toilet. No. I promise. (laughs) It was a home that had like six rooms. They were all Airbnb rooms. And so we never saw a host. We never saw anybody else. I don't know if we were the only guests staying there, but it was a gorgeous room. I mean, I'd say five star. Yeah. Nice location. We're, We're close to downtown area. There was a mall by there that yeah. we could walk to. We ate at a restaurant that was really close to there. Yeah, it, we, it was a nice, we nice found, place. We found some cool places just to walk around and sightsee. Probably didn't get all of Inverness seen, but it, it was a nice area. Well, now it's towards the end of our trip. And so spent the night there and next morning got up and we had to start working our way back to Edinburgh. Yeah, this was going to be a two or three hour drive. But we're going along, and I see this sign that says Carbridge. And I said, oh, Cindy, I I remember this place from my research. And I had no idea. Yeah, Yeah. so that's because you didn't do research. Well, okay, but I mean, I had no idea. Well, plus it wasn't on our itinerary because we weren't really planning on going to Inverness. But anyway, since we planned beat it and went to Inverness, we pulled into Carbridge, which was just about, I don't know, six miles off the road. Yeah, off A9 there. And it's a little teeny tiny village. And we thought, if nothing else, we'll just, we'll have breakfast there too. Yeah, whopping 708 people. Okay. But it, the cool thing about Carbridge is it has the oldest stone bridge in the Highlands. It was beautiful. Yeah, it's this pack horse bridge. Built in 1717. Yeah, and people still, the kids in the town still jump off of it on hot summer nights, it said. Yeah, I'm not sure if I would walk on it. You know, I think you would give tourists a bad name if you did that. Well, and it's kind of like out in the middle of the of the little river there. And it's just, you know, it's high and covered with greenery. It was beautiful. It is beautiful. We'll put pictures of it in the show notes. But um, we stopped there and we had breakfast in this quaint little cafe. Yeah. We did find out the other thing that Carbridge is famous for and, is the... And this is funny. It is the world championship porridge making place. Yeah. We didn't have porridge. But if you're going to have porridge in your life, I would go to Carbridge. I don't think I'll ever eat porridge. That might be a safe bet. All right, so we get back on the road, back on A9, and we're driving back. And, you know, it's kind of early afternoon, and we don't even have to leave till the next day. And I'm telling Kurt, or is it, did we leave that night? No, we were leaving the next day yeah, from right. Edinburgh, but we had this time to kill, and we had a hotel we were going to check into by the airport. But I said, you know, it'd be really cool if I could golf in Scotland. And I wanted him to golf in Scotland, because I wanted him to golf at St. Andrews, and you didn't tried to even get they, on they there. wouldn't let me honey. well so anyway we got on the gps and looked for a golf course and found a really cute little town right off the road yeah it was just about three miles away from us the town was called melathan that's right now one thing you know about scotland is that there are hundreds of golf courses yeah the lady at the saint andrews at the farm one we stayed at said there's probably 20 golf courses around her farm there just her area. farm alone i mean there are just tons of golf courses so we found this little golf course and Kurt goes in. I'm not. I'm not a golfer, so I'm going to get my book and go read inside the. What do you call it? The clubhouse. Clubhouse. So I'm going to just read. She's not and, a golfer. Yeah, I read and maybe eat some lunch. And he finds um, the groundskeeper person. And yeah, well, I go to the I go to the club pro and I say I'm a tourist. I'd love to play golf in Scotland. Can you help me out? Oh, sure. You know, great guy. He found me a set of brand new clubs and set me up to play golf. 
It was 28 bucks. And they found me some tees that said Golf Scotland and everything. So I'm going out there and another guy's starting to walk on and play. They they don't ride in golf carts like we do here in America most of the time. They walk their golf courses. The pro said, hey, Robbie, would you play with this with this tourist guy? And Robbie said, yeah. I'll. So we go out there. And Robbie is about my age, and he was a retired cop, been retired about as long as I have. And we get playing, having a good time, just walking along. And he sounds like Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was right. everybody sounds yeah, like so, Sean Connery. To Cindy, everybody sounds like. But anyway, this guy sounded like Sean Connery, and we're playing. We're like on the sixth hole or something. And he and I'll do my best imitation here. He goes, um, "All right, now you see this hole here." He says. Now, this hole, you got like a small country off to the left you can aim towards. You don't want to go right. You got to hit to the left. And I said, well, that means you've seen my slice, Robbie? He says, oh, my God, everybody's seen your slice, Kurt. (laughs) (laughs) But it was fun. I I enjoyed playing with them. They were super nice to me being a tourist and everything. Yeah, we had a good time. That was a great way to end Scotland. It was. I mean, I can say I golfed in Scotland. That's right. Okay, so we took off from there, and it was about an hour drive to get back into the big city. Yeah, getting in the city, driving. Once again, turning this car. I'm ready to turn in the car. This has been about two weeks of driving on the wrong side of the road, which... Heart attacks. But you've gotten much better. Well, yeah, I haven't killed us yet. Okay, so we get in. We're going to stay at a brand new hotel right by the airport. We just, we got a hotel room and it was, the hotel's called the Moxie. Yeah, I did that one on um, hotels.com and I wanted something close to the airport that we could just walk to the airport the next day. And I mean, I, I'm wondering if we were the first people that stayed in our rooms. It was just brand new. It, it was, was nice. really nice. It was nice. Uh, food wasn't as good, you know, yeah. there. We didn't venture out to find anything. No, we're clear out by the airport, so we do the bar food and everything like that. And the next morning, we could just get up and put our, our bags on our back. We walked about five minutes to, because you turned the car in the night before. Right. We walked to the airport, got on the plane, flew from Edinburgh to Dublin, hung out in that airport for a couple hours, Flew from Dublin, straight shot to Minneapolis, trip over. All right. Well, you know, Scotland was on my bucket list. I want to go back again. I would love to go back again. It's one of those countries I can never get enough of. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful country and people were super nice and it's got a lot of history. It does. All right. So, Kurt, we always end our podcast and I ask you for your you betcha moment. My you betcha moment for this would be Standing on the old course. I mean, I can say that I've stood on the oldest golf course in the world. And that, to me, is really cool. All right, what's your hell no moment? Okay, the old hell no is, oh, hell no, I'm never going to drive a car again that I haven't figured out the GPS because I was stressed for a while that first night. Oh, you're stressed with the GPS. Yes. I'm driving on the wrong side of the I road know. and you're stressed with the but GPS. But I was the navigator, not the nagavator. Nagavator. <laughs> and I was trying to get us to our place and it was very stressful. And I was really glad that I thought about doing a YouTube video that night and figured out the GPS. You can learn a lot with YouTube. All right. Well, that's Scotland. We appreciate you coming along for the trip. It was a great adventure. Uh, we hope you'll subscribe to our podcast. That's right. We I think enjoy you it. get them on Apple Podcast or Stitcher or all those places wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe. Give us five star ratings. If you want to talk to us about possibly being a guest, we love ours, it. 
go to our website, adventureretired.com, or email us at adventureretired at gmail.com. That's all one word, adventureretired. And check out the show notes. Yeah, the show notes. Cindy's doing a wonderful job there. All right. Well, until then, I love you, Kurt. Love you more. It's true, and that's the kids and love you.